Hello, this is Deepak Jasani from HDC Security talking to you on 1st of January 2022 at about 3 in the afternoon with another edition of TGIF, a weekly audio podcast summarizing the happenings of the past week and trying to forecast the direction in the coming week. Indian benchmark indices ended on a positive note for the last week of 2021 amid no major developments on global and domestic front. They witnessed strong recovery amid continuing challenges from COVID variants. Nifty settled above the key 17,300 level. Some early studies pointed to a res- reduced risk of hospitalization in Omicron cases and have eased some investor concerns. Nifty was up 2.1% and Sensex added 2% over the week. Indices ended in the green on 3 out of 5 trading sessions this week. Broader market outperformed the benchmark indices with BSC mid-cap index rising 2.5% and BSC small-cap uh, being up 3.8%. Market breadth was in favor of gainers with 7 shares advancing for 4 losing shares. Average cash turnover on the NSE fell by close to 11% from the previous week as FI participation reduced even further, heading into the holiday season. Among sectoral indices, healthcare continued its positive momentum, gaining 5.2%. Consumer durables was up 4.5%. Auto was up 3.1%. Power index closed nominally lower. Among Nifty 100 stocks, Titan gained 8.7% as rising demand of its products in the wedding season along with delayed festive season could result in uh, blockbuster December quarter numbers. Bajaj Holding was up 8.2%, Sun Pharma advanced 7.7% as the company is planning to set up an integrated end-to-end manufacturing plant in Andhra Pradesh. Torrent Pharma was up 7.6%, Kedila rose 6.6% and Aishar Motor was up 6.3%. On the downside, IGL shed 4.8%, Adani Green was down 4%, Jindal Steel fell 1.8%, Adani Transmission was down 1.6% and Sale weakened 1.5%. As per provisional figures, FIs were net sellers of 2,213 crores in the cash segment over the past week and DIs were net buyers of Rs. 4,274 crores. Major US stock in- index uh, Dow Jones closed higher and Nasdaq closed nominally lower last week with the rise in equities supported by the belief that disruptions from the Omicron variant that causes COVID-19 won't be lasting. Dow Jones uh, and Nasdaq both closed out the month, quarter and year with gains despite the pandemic. Dow Jones gained 1.1% and Nasdaq fell 0.1% over the last week. Oil settled above $1.75 barrel for the first time in four weeks as signs that Omicron COVID-19 variant may be less severe than previous strains eased concerns about a demand hit. U.S. crude oil prices rose 1.9% over the week to $1.75.3 a barrel. Gold settled at its highest level in six weeks and gold futures were up 1.1% for the week to $1.1830.4 an ounce. Gold gains are attributed to a pullback in treasury yields. WTI crude rose more than 55% in 2021, its largest annual gain in 12 years. Gold fell 3.6% in 2021. Indian 10-year GSEC yield fell 1 basis point to 6.46%. Indian rupee gained further last week as it closed 68 paisa higher at 74.33 versus the last week's close of 75.01. Other economic data include India's current account deficit in July September quarter was dollar of 9.6 billion versus a supply of 6.6 billion in April to June quarter. In July to September last year uh, current account surplus was even larger at dollar 15.3 billion. India's output for eight core sectors grew by 3.1% in November 2021 versus 7.5% in October. Union government's fiscal deficit was down 35.3% year on year at rupees 6.96 lakh crore in April to November 2021 accounting for 46.2% of the budget estimate for the entire financial year. 
as tax collections remained robust and spending was muted. Fiscal deficit was uh, at 135.1% of the budget target in the first eight months last year. Total receipts this year are up 66% on the back of robust tax collection, while, while total expenditure is up only 8.8% over the same period. India's exports rose 36.2% to $23.8 billion during December 1-21 to this year, year-on-year, and up 27.7% compared to the same period in 2019-20. Exports excluding petroleum have increased by 28.1% during the period under review. U.S. merchandise trade deficit widened in November as imports surged to an all-time high. Gap increased to $97.8 billion in November from a revised $83.2 billion in October. Value of imports rose 4.7% to $252 billion led by industrial supplies. Exports fell to $154.7 billion. Number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits fell last week to uh, seasonally adjusted 1.98 lakhs. U.S. retail sales rose 8.5% during this year's holiday shopping season from November 1 to December 24, powered by soaring e-commerce sales. While travel was in a mess, the retail side of economy appeared to be holding up, with MasterCard spending pulse reporting that holiday sales rose 8.5% which is the biggest annual gain in 17 years. Lending to Eurozone companies accelerated for the third straight month in November. Lending to businesses expanded by 2.9% last month versus 2.5% in October. Household lending growth rose to 4.2% from 4.1%, broadly steady over the past six months. British house prices rose by stronger than expected 1% in December from November capping the biggest full-year rise in prices since 2006. House prices this month were 10.4% higher than in December 2020. Japan's retail sales rose faster than expected in November on the back of decreasing COVID-19 cases in the month, which have encouraged shoppers to ramp up spending on goods and services. Retail sales gained 1.9% year-on-year. Japan's factory production gained 7.2% in November from a previous month, posting its largest jump since 2013 thanks to rising output of motor vehicles and plastic products. Japan's November consumer inflation marked the biggest year-on-year rise in two years on surging fuel costs. Japan's CPI rose 0.5% in November from a year earlier. China's factory activity unexpectedly accelerated in December but only by a slim margin. Officially, the official manufacturing PMI rose to 50.3 from 50.1 in November. Activity in China's overall services sector grew at a slightly faster pace in December, rising to 52.7 from November's 52.3. China's official composite PMI, which includes both manufacturing and services activities, stood at 52.2, unchanged from November. Key results out of NSC 500 companies in the coming week include DMART on 8th of January. Events in the coming week include 3rd of January, India's manufacturing PMI, India's trade balance, Europe's manufacturing PMI, US's ISM manufacturing PMI, 4th January, China's manufacturing PMI, Japan's manufacturing PMI, 5th January, India's services PMI, Europe's services PMI, and US services PMI, 6th January, US trade balance, US factory orders, 7th January, US un- unemployment rate. Nifty ended the year 2021 with hefty gains of 24.1%, the best gain in 4 years. For the week 2, it gained a healthy 2.06%. 
Nifty has risen 6.4% from the recent bottom. Now onwards the rise could be slower in the new year when all players will return to their trading desks. 17,161 is the support in the near term while 17,405 to 70,534 band could provide resistance. That's all for this audio podcast. Thank you and have a great trading and investment week ahead.